Hello. Oh, hello, Merlin. How are you? I'm very well, Dan. How are you? I'm doing fine. Oh, it feels like a very intimate program today. Yes. We're going to be having some frank talk about personal issues. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This one goes out to Brenda in Plant City. (laughs) She has a yeast infection. Oh, my gosh. Stay strong. This Mm. one... <laughs> that would be a good show. Yeah, let's do. How it. many sponsors we got today? I didn't even check. <laughs> we have just the one sponsored. We had you know, just the one. We only need the one. We only need the one. But I will say that um, we have had sponsors move out to Q Q three Q three because they're they're. And I think right now <laughs> is the time to go big. You think maybe it's a slightly strange time for businesses, maybe? Yeah, but I think this yeah. is when, you know, if, you have a, if, you're a spon- if you're sponsoring stuff, I think this is when you want to go big. You want, because people are listening. I think people are home listening, just sitting oh, around listening. It's like Cudlow says, you buy the dip. You buy the dip. He's talking and, about Skull. Uh, Cudlow. I think. Cud- Cudlow. Hi. Hi, I'm Larry Cudlow. Cudlow Chaken. Cudlow chicken, Bruce chicken, mm-hmm. chicken not stirred. Hi, <laughs> um, I was I um boy for for very selfish reasons I was bummed to hear that uh, supposedly podcast listening numbers are going down. I think they should be commuting. going up, Merlin. Why are they not going up? You I know like what, when you know what Larry Cudlow says. I should mention this. He says by the dip, and now I'm not talking about skull. I'm saying you you need to, this is this is. Did the you time ever to, use skull? Did you ever dip? Well, I've done all kinds of things, Dan. I know. Have you tried it? I'm asking. What do you mean? Of course. I never Florida. tried. I never tried it. Well, you're not really from Florida, then. You're I a guess, liar. I guess. Of all the funny Tiger King uh, memes, and there are many, many, they have entertained my family for days. We're on probably at least our second, maybe third rewatch. But one of my favorites was this woman I retweeted yesterday who said, everybody, something like along the lines of, everybody's so freaked out by Tiger King, uh, obviously never grew up in Florida. Yeah, none of that is that weird to me. Have you seen the show at all? Yeah, I'm on like episode three. Oh, three is, or four. Is episode, those first two episodes, <laughs> I think that the, the thing that happens at the end of the second episode, like our, our entire family, our jaws hit the floor. When you get to the guy with the swollen eye and you're uh, like, yeah, that's what she did. Yep. You're like, wait, wait. And then somebody else says it. And then uh, Miles Sazerac or whatever his name is says it, the one guy. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. My mom has been there to the big cat place, and she had a wonderful time. Really? Mm-hmm. It's not a zoo. No, don't, um, call, don't call it a zoo. Don't call it a comeback. And so Florida's a heck of a thing. Anyway, hi, Dan. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? I have on, a surprisingly large amount of content today, considering. I'm excited to review the content. <laughs> Okay, let's see what we got. I got some uh, recommendations and uh, things to talk about that are just kind of fun. For something approaching um, a main-ish topic, I, I think we talked about this last week. Um, I, uh, it's so difficult to talk about anything because everything, everything anybody ever says from now on will sound privileged. It's going to yeah. be like, I will find this for notes. It's going to be like the four Yorkshiremen sketch. Because like, there's always, <laughs> but we in, we don't know how I used to call poor mouthing. It's like, you know, you think you got it bad? Well, let me go. And it's true. Everybody's got it bad. And then there's always somebody who has it worse. But if you are somebody who's privileged enough to be at home and comfortable, uh, and uh, even if you're not comfortable, I, I had a couple ideas for little projects based on stuff I'm doing. 
um, I think we're, everybody's talking about this a little bit. How do you stay occupied and improve your life? We did mm-hmm. talk about that last week. So some ideas for um, l- little stuff you can do around the house, some stuff that's tech-related, and some stuff that's just home comfort and amusement-related. So that's what I've got. I would love to hear those things. Are you doing okay? Are you? What are you doing right now? Are you? Are you? Uh, are you journaling? No. I mean, I'm, I'm always I'm mentally journaling everything that, that a- we ABJ. talk about, and I have I, I have Envy Alt uh, open. Oh, I have Envy Adams. Black <laughs> sheep come home. Black. That's a funny joke if you've seen that movie. Um, Envy Alt. Yeah, you know the uh, the new version of that uh, the Envy Ultra is is looking pretty uh, pretty popping. You know, I haven't downloaded a new version of that. The last one that I had was a beta, and and the yeah, fonts yeah, yeah. and the I couldn't. I, know. I don't want to get in trouble. Um, but no, he, he's it, it's it's good. It's good. Um, so that's uh, the name of that tune. You want to talk about some stuff? Yeah, let's talk. I mean, you okay, said you had is... some things prepared, and I want to. Well, okay, so I'll make this fast. Um, First off, I um, I wanted to recommend something. I think I put this in notes. Let me go look. Um, oh, this is the coolest thing. Okay, so uh, what I'm recommending, but, but well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be better at this. I'm gonna become a better communicator, Dan. What I'm recommending, what I want is, uh, what I want to recommend to you is uh, a. Oh, I like that. A guarantee. You, no you, more attempts on my father's life. You forced me to watch. Um, you forced me to watch that again after you were saying that. <laughs> and I just want to point out, people have contacted us. I just want to mention it. <clears throat> There's a, a great scene in the opening of uh, The Aviator, and it's revisited throughout the movie. Q U A. And I just think it is so appropriate for right now. I think every time, Dan, Dan. We talked, we talked about our mental afflictions last mm-hmm, week. Our mm-hmm. Pipes and Wires, if you like. Great yeah. XTC album, Pipes and Wires. Yeah. Um, I, uh, uh, no, no. Every time anybody says the Q word, sometimes I even don't say it out loud, but most times I do. Q, U. And, and isn't it like a little black bar of soap? Isn't it like a little creepy bar of soap yeah, that you wash in Howard's legs with? it's a little tin that he has, and the soap is like... I yeah. looked it up once, and you can still buy this soap. It's been around since the 20s. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, huh. hold on. Let me put that in the show notes. What we're talking about is the, uh, I think, the very first scene in uh, the wonderful movie, uh, The Aviator, where Howard Hughes' mother is giving him a little spelling bee while she washes him in a tub nude, which I mean, who, makes who, it hard who, to understand why he's how he is. But, everyone does that. And he has to learn how to spell quarantine. Um. A contract so, in which I have accepted con- that no, responsibility. Come on, no, you're gonna make me go. What I want to recommend is something by uh, a guy named Max Richter, and uh, to call it an album, I don't know what you would call it. It's an album called Sleep, but it's not an album. It's eight hours long. Max Richter has written something. The composer and scoring genius Max Richter has made an eight-hour-long thing. Uh, I've got it on Spotify. It's probably on other services too. Uh, and it's a real nice thing to sleep to. What I'll do sometimes is, because um, sometimes a podcast is too much to fall asleep to with the shucking and jiving and whatnot. Yeah. So I'll I'll just go to a fairly random, it's like listening to the shipping report. I've got a five hour recording of the shipping report from uh, the BBC that I listen to to sleep. But also with this, um, I'll just put it on and then go uh, hit control center and just say, um, and one of the timers lets you uh, have an option to stop playing. So whatever, I guess most people know this, but if you don't, you can go and hit a thing and say, okay, in an hour, please turn this off. And that's a great way to fall asleep. Now, who's Max Richter? Well, 
I can understand you're asking the question. Max yeah. Richter rules. He is, um, I don't, I mean, I don't know if, if, so here's the thing. If I say that he is my favorite, um, musical instrumental it'll sell composer. out it'll sell out as soon as you're done saying it, it'll sell out it'll you won't sell be able out to find but then somebody anywhere. will say then somebody will do what i would do in that case say okay who's your third favorite and i'd go i don't know because i don't have, I know enough to know it's like jazz i know a little bit um but he's done some stuff that i really super love he did a record in um 2014 that I think includes a lot of previously released stuff called the Blue Notebooks. And um, so there's a song from there that you've almost certainly heard in lots of movies and TV shows called On the Nature of Daylight. If you ever seen the movie Arrival, when you get to the end and you find out what's happening yeah. in Arrival, there's yep. that beautiful violin song that plays that like the second mm. you hear it, your heart breaks. Um, yeah, yeah. So he's the guy who wrote that. What else did he write? He has also written, oh God, so On the Nature of Daylight, it's been in Stranger Than Fiction, Disconnect, Chiro Dreams of Sushi, Arrival, mm -hmm. uh, The Bitter Earth, Shutter Island, Castle Rock. <laughs> that one song. And then there's this one song. He also did The Leftovers. So if you uh, like The Leftovers, I'm, well, I guess this is kind of a dual recommendation because it's always dual things with me. <laughs> and so I'm recommending Sleep by Max, Max Richter. Um, and he has also some remixes of that that are fun. But he's also done, check this out. My gosh, he's done. He did The Leftovers. And okay. boy, you're really going to recognize that violinish music in The Leftovers. He did the Nosedive episode of Black Mirror. The one with the, with uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. It's about like giving, everybody has to give each other ratings. Right. He scored that. Uh, he did, uh, what is this? Never Look Away, Voyager, Ad Astra. Um, anyway, check it out. So, you know, well, I guess the thing that I'm not saying that I should probably say is sometimes it's hard to get to sleep. It's a stressful time. Uh, yeah, and this is. can be a nice way to do that. Uh, it's real low key. And see, I, you know, my problem is a lot of the stuff that would pretend to be go to sleep and relax music. I, I, I don't say this with any disparagement because I am a big fan of, I like minimalist music. I like experimental music. I like new age music. I own a Wyndham Hill t-shirt. So suck that, my friend. Nice. 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 It's, a it's a beautiful logo. I don't know if you remember, but I mean, Wyndham Hill records in the eighties. I mean, they have a rap for being new age or whatever, but some of them are outstanding like William Ackerman. And anyway, they're beautiful. Um, but you know, the, the problem is a lot of stuff that's supposed to relax you is more of, I'm going to use a, a term we don't use anymore, Dan, because it is disparaging. Okay. I think a lot of it's spa music. Oh. It's like tinkly. It's very, it's very, a lot of the relaxing music. It's yeah. just people with a bunch of like hitting, hitting something glass and metal. And it sounds like, <laughs> like rainfall or urine. And like, oh. I don't find that relaxing. No. I don't find reeds relaxing. I don't find brass relaxing. I for ding dong sure don't find percussion relaxing. I find low strings to be relaxing. Low, maintain low tones. Maintain low tones. Maintain hey, low tones. Hattie. Hi, Hattie. Um, wait, click. Wait, gotta close that. Oh, oh you're <laughs> talking about that. When you say that, you're talking about our 404 page. That's what you're talking about. Oh, last week? <laughs> yes. Now yeah, I just hey, clicked what you were talking about. Yeah. Oh, but I, um, I, um, <laughs> but I did just get an email from her. Um, Anyway, Max Richter's great. Hey, everybody, try to get some sleep. I, 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 I'll I, say this again. Uh, I'll say this every show. Uh, be open. We talked about this last week. Be open to the possibility of temporary changes. Um, because, you know, gosh, I was listening to the best podcast 
today. And I'll recommend that in a second. It was episode number 470 of Back to Work. Mm. I'm going to put it in show notes, meta show notes. <laughs> no. Do it. No. Do it. I do that all the time. Do you? I do that. Yes. Um, bum, 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 bum. What was I saying? Um, oh, yeah. So opportunities for change. Because we're all going through change right now. As in this podcast that, that I'll recommend in a second, they're talking about this bubbling stew of change that we're all dealing with. And it's an interesting though, because really if you're a family, uh, things are always changing. Mm -hmm. And I that fell heavily on my head this morning because I was like, you know, the truth is I'm very resistant to change. I do not like uh, disruption to my schedule in my beloved calendar. But boy, that's a that's a thought technology right there. One of those things, you know, it's a basic Heraclides, but you know, uh, everything has changed. You never step in the same river twice because it's never the same river and you're never the same person. That's right. It's, I, you know, Parmenides, take a dirt road. <laughs> Eating the booger, Parmenides. I'm a Heraclidean. <laughs> Look it up. Read a book. <laughs> Read a book. And so uh, my thought is uh, that uh, th these are, there's opportunities and the a necessity of embracing change right now and trying to find a way to uh, not make, to not automatically take it at face value that it will be uh, negative and permanent because it could be negative and temporary or it could be positive and probably not, but you know, look for that. And, and I feel like sleep is one of those things. Uh, if you can get into, you know, finding, uh, you know, I've heard for probably 15 years now that the only way, I learned this from Danny O'Brien, that there's supposedly there's a way to reboot your clock. Like your and circadian the, rhythm clock? Kind of. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to get that far into, I don't want to get too sciencey on it, but okay. what I have heard and I believe to be true, because if you've ever been on a vacation of more than a few days, if you've been on vacation for a couple of weeks, you get this, is that we are all uh, shored up by all kinds of things that cause us to sleep or cause us to not sleep, mm -hmm. but mostly cause us to not sleep. Mm -hmm. And then we have coffee in the morning, and et cetera, et cetera. And maybe we take something to sleep at night and da da da, da. But, you know, but let's be honest, most of us are still, you know, tired and feel like we don't sleep enough. And what Danny had said, he heard was, you need to cut out all of the stimulants and depressants. Cut out, well, to the extent possible. Like, don't have alcohol and don't drink coffee. Like, taper off. And then at a certain point, after a week or two, what you're going to do is you're going to start going to bed at the same time exactly no matter what. Doesn't matter if you're tired. Doesn't matter if you have stuff to do. Whatever you decide. It, you know, and this takes some runway. This is why this is a good time to do this. Yeah. From now on, I'm going to go to bed at exactly 10 every night, no matter what. And if you fall off one night, get back on the horse, right? Go to bed at exactly 10. What time do you wake up? I don't know. And neither will you but you'll wake up. You might w wake up in an hour. You might wake up at 11 a.m. But here's the thing. Guess what time you go to bed that next night, no matter what? Same time. 10 p.m. Do that for two weeks. Or, because you know, what are you going to do? You're at home right now. Maybe, 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 maybe not, but try. Because then what's going to happen is, you, if you go to bed at exactly 10 every night, you're telling your body, well, first of all, it's time to go to bed. But you're also going to discover this organic, guess what? Given the conditions right now, however they may be, this is the amount that you will sleep most nights. Now, some people might wake up at five and feel great. Some people might wake up at noon and feel terrible. I don't know. But what I'm trying to say is like, that is perhaps an opportunity, not for everybody, not for all times, but find these for yourself. And if you are someone who is kind of like the knowledge workery type and you don't have like a, you know, a brace of young children, mm -hmm. this could be a time to look at your sleep habits, for example. Isn't that an interesting idea? It is. I mean, and it's it's that forced consistency, I think, that's that's hard for people. Because some nights you're like, well, I was watching uh, Devs and it wasn't over yet. So I stayed I up 15 minutes later. You know, like you can't, 
I think the other hard part is the thing you said first, which is for a lot of people, for me, cutting out caffeine, which I had to do, I guess, a few years ago, and I've never mm-hmm. gone back to it, was really, really, really challenging because I started drinking coffee in in like maybe my first year of college. So, you know, every single day without fail, even when I was sick, like it did not matter. I oh, was having absolutely. coffee. Because you need it. You need it. It's not heroin exactly, but it is, it isn't like you're not cellularly dependent, but you will, especially if you're me or my wife, especially my wife, my wife very well may schedule a migraine if she doesn't have coffee in the morning. Seriously, no doubt. Because some people with migraines, there are people like you, when you see those, those sad ads on MSNBC, do you have migraines? what is it, more than eight times a month? And I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus. I've had like four migraines in my whole life and mm. I remember every single one of them so yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah, Somebody like Jesse Thorne or like, is it Libby Watson that I follow on Twitter who has chronic migraines? Like, oh, that's no fun. But so just, just to put a little uh, dot on this eye, uh, what the conventional wisdom, this is going to be a turns out, I think the conventional wisdom for most people is I need to change my sleep habits. So dang it. I, I go to bed because when I go to bed, because I've got stuff to do and, I, and I'm going to get up at 4 a.m. And it's like, the problem is, though, you're pushing a rope. Trying to change your sleep patterns by changing the time you wake up mm-hmm. is not going to cause the change that you're looking for. But going, you're saying going to bed, that will help. That will Going to it. bed, you in some ways, I feel like most of us have, whether we want to admit it or not, we have more control over when we go to bed. If you have to be at work in the, in the before times, if you had to be work, at work at 7.30, mm-hmm. um, you didn't have a lot of control over when you woke up in the morning. That is to say, if you consistently woke up at 8 a.m., you probably wouldn't have that job for too long. Right. Um, but what you do have control over, more control over, not all control, is that, you know what, if, if you have to get that out the other end, the, uh, the, the entering side of that, why don't you go to bed at nine, go to bed at eight, I don't know. I know, I know you can't. But, but that's, that's the thing is, the, the larger point I'm trying to make here is Max Richter is an am- amazing composer, probably my favorite instrumental composer working today. And the other thing is, what, whatever your version of that is, at some point, we're going to have to try to get out of, of, of panicky pants on fire mode and get used to the idea that not only is this going to t- continue, but it is going to get worse. And as it continues and gets worse, we have to have an evolving set of coping mechanisms that help us stay he- healthy and wholesome uh, and whole in the face of things we don't have control over. So start looking for these opportunities because the more comfortable, the more limber we get about change in the coming days, uh, the slightly less horrible it's likely to be. I like Next that. Yes. Yeah. Are, are, you, are you journaling right now? What do you No, doing? I'm not doing anything. ABJ. Um, do you want to talk about this, um, this, this app? This is the script. Well, I mean, I haven't used it firsthand, but it looks absolutely bonkers. You know what we could do? Why don't we do this? Why don't we do a first pass? I want to hear all about it. Well, here's what we could do, uh, you know, assuming the show goes on. Oh, that gives me a chance to pull up that quote I like. Remember remember that quote that I always get wrong? You know, I started, here's another thing you can do. Here's, go start this text file right now. Go start a text file of quotes that you get wrong a lot, and then make sure you, you get them right. And here's what I've got. Oh, oh, I have so many good quotes in here. <gasps> it's difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends upon not understanding it. Isn't that a good one, Upton Sinclair? I, I do like that. I have so many Kurt Vonnegut quotes in here because I always get them wrong. People aren't supposed to look back. I'm certainly not going to do it anymore. I've finished my war book now. The next one I write is going to be fun. This one is a failure and had to be since it was written by a pillar of salt. Oof. Slaughterhouse mm. Five. Mm. Only book I've read 
that many times. Um, but I'm just gonna read you more of these quotes because these are good. The awful thing about life is this, everybody has their reasons. Rules of the game. Mm-hmm. Suffering equals pain times resistance. Mm. Matt Christman. That's real. I like that one. Suffering equals pain times. Pain if you want, write that down. We'll, we'll circle back. Oh yeah, make a Let's note see. of that. Suffering, cocaine, cocaine uh, suffering equals pain, pain times resistance. Times I have it credited here to Shinzen Young. Cocaine okay. is still collecting royalties for all of these songs. That was Matt Christman. <laughs> if you chase two rabbits, you'll lose them both. Oh, French, not not Chinese. Turns out, your words will go to places you will never go. As we're watching God. But what I'm here to say is, I want to quote the great stacker of Pentecost today, today, at the edge of our hope and at the end of our time, we have chosen not only to believe in ourselves, but in each other. Today, there is not a man nor woman in here that shall stand alone. Not today, today, we face the monsters that are at our door and bring the fight to them. Today, we are canceling the apocalypse. Stacker Pentecost. I recognize that one. And then, of course, the great Nick Fury. Until such time as the world ends, we will act as though it intends to spin on Nick Fury, my friend. Mm-hmm. He gets amputated in a Star War. What? You know? The guy who plays Nick Fury, he gets amputated. You know, George, George Lucas, he's got a thing for amputating. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember? You forget yeah. he's in Star Wars, don't you? Yes. I always forget it. Yeah. I always forget it. He's in everything. Got a cool Kangol hat. Uh, so you can talk about something you like, or we could talk, uh, how about this? Here's my suggestion. Why don't okay. we lay down a little bit of groundwork here? I want to tell you about this app that I learned about that I just used in a production environment for the first time. And what I would say is, uh, if folks are interested, they could download it, including you, and play with it. Okay. Um, and we could pr- circle back. Can I, can I talk about what this is? Yeah, because it's really interesting and very cool, and it seems impossible, and it, it seems, seems like if it impossible. does work, that it would be... Very glitchy. Yeah, or weird. Impossibly so glitchy. <laughs> is it? Is it? I'm it's curious. Not. Oh. No, it's not. Um, so this is, I learned about this from my friend Adam Lissagor and Adam, uh, aka Lindley Sandwich and his company Sandwich Video make these wonderful promotional videos for products. You've also seen Adam in car ads back when we sold cars and you could buy cars. Uh, but if you go to, uh, what is it? Sandwich? Is it sandwich.video? You can go see a bunch of their sandwich.co. Um, he pointed me to this, uh, this, we were just, this just came up in conversation and he talked about a video he did for a company, a product called Descript, D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a very small team, but you would not know it from looking at the app. So I will be very brief about this. Let's start with this. Here's your basic homework. Your basic homework is to go to Descript.com, D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T.com. This is not an ad. I'm not compensated for this. Um, go to Descript.com and watch that video. Um, have you, have you done that? Yes, I have seen it. I saw it. I saw it before I knew that Adam had done it. That's this, that's how OG I am. Is it fair? Is it fair to say that this very very funny video, um, that the the product demo you're seeing in here, it seems as though this has to be along the lines of a GM concept car from 1962. <laughs> Does it not at the World's it, Fair? Well, yeah, but doesn't this seem like something worse? This is a. This seems like. Something somebody made with very high production skills to show you what this thing could do if we were able to do what this thing could do. Right. 
but it works. And here's what it does. So this is a service. So nuts and bolts. I believe the download is free uh, and it's free for you to do, to use a little bit. I'll explain that in a second. Um, but I did pop for a year of the service with this, but you can play with it for free. Here's what this does. You're somebody who wants to do something with audio. Maybe that's a voiceover thing like you used to do mm-hmm. for, for stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. that is a uh, podcast. That's what I'm using it for. Maybe that is for a video demo. David Friedman is using this at AARP to make video things. Um, so here's what you do. In my case, I'm going to talk about the podcast use case. You go through this tutorial. The tutorial is bananas. The support docs are good. Um, the videos are fantastic. Um, and here's what you do. So in my case, let's take yesterday and Roderick on the line. So we recorded Roderick on the line, 10.30 a.m. Pacific time. I come out of that with two audio files, John's side and my side. I've also got various uh, like, like little sound uh, buttons. You know what I mean? Not buttons, yes. but you know what I mean? I've got yes. little, uh, what's the word? What's the, what do the people call those? Stingers and buzzes? St- and yeah, bumper z- stinger. Z- yeah. Bumper stings, sting, stinger bumps. And uh, plus uh, an ad for uh, Mac Weldon. So I take all those audio files, I drop it into this app in what's called a project. Okay, one of the things it does is it says, do you want me to transcribe this file for both John and my file? And I said, mm, okay, transcribe it? Um, sure. So you click to transcribe and it says, okay, I've detected that there are two speakers here. What are their names? Okay, it's John and Merlin. Okay, give me a couple of minutes. Do, 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 have a cup of tea, come back. And guess what? Your audio files have now been combined into a single timeline with a transcript of everything that was said on the show. And this, it did it in how long? Mm, three, four minutes. Wow. Um, and it, and so in that timeline, you'll see this, you'll see this in the video, just watch the video. But I, for folks who will never be, bo- be bothered to do that, let me just say the magic is you get a timeline, but it ain't a bunch of swim lanes and logic. You get this super clean, like beyond clean, like beyond iMovie clean timeline, but rich with data and functionality. So each of your speakers that it recognized, uh, that's all broken up now like a script or a transcript that you're looking at in front of you. And below that, horizontally, is a timeline of of the audio files, including stuff you dropped in like music and whatnot. But Mm -hmm. you also see a single unified timeline of all of your speakers, in this case, both of the speakers color-coded. This is all fantastic. It's just done a pretty good job of transcribing. It's not perfect, but it does a pretty good job of transcribing. Transcribing is kind of secondary, as you'll see in a second, to what it's actually doing. Um, But that's all pretty great. Easy to drag in and just real quick, it's super easy to delete stuff in the timeline. It's super easy to do um, fades and crossfades. Um, you can do markers. There's a million different things you can do, but here's, here's kind of the money shot. Now, when you look down at the timeline, you're going to see what looks like in like a John Syracuse, number of tabs down there. And each one of those tabs is a word because it has associated the audio files that it uploaded and transcribed. It has now associated that with the speakers and you can now see in the timeline, each word as it rolls along, which is amazing, but get ready for the kill, kill shot here. Um, you go back to that script, that transcript that it made for you, whatever words you delete, it deletes from the timeline. Whatever paragraph and, and you delete, that's, that's, it deletes from the timeline. That's the part that's really it's doesn't... non-destructive. <laughs> so weird. I was yeah, just yeah, going to no, say, totally that's, agree. that's the magic. That's the It mis- seems like it can't work. It seems like it can't work, but uh, and then, but what's really neat because it's sort of like what do we what do they used to call it in um, with BB Edit, uh, not wrap around, but reach around, uh, yeah, reach around like uh-huh. the asteroids. Yes. Um, the no, what's it called when you've got a um, um, uh, oh, uh, f- full full circle 
oh god it's killing me what can i remember like when you edit we can edit in bb edit and uh, uh uh you can also edit it in this other doc and it gets updated in safari round trip round trip I think that I don't know. I didn't use that doesn't one. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. This is what happens when you get old, Dan. It doesn't matter what you're trying to say. You're just mad that you can't say the thing you were trying to remember to say. Okay. How am I going to find out what I got to find out if you didn't find out what I got to find out? <laughs> you watched Duck Soup? <clears throat> um, yes, I have watched that movie. Groucho Marx. Very good movie. Well, yeah, I was doing Chico, but yes, Groucho is featured in it. It's got a real racist part, but other than that, it's a very good movie. And so you're able to go in. There's so many benefits to this because now. You, I mean, first of all, if you're like me and like I, there's not a ton of stuff I ever want to do to a podcast. I would like to get better at cleaning stuff up, but I don't want to spend a ton of time on it. You you uh, do the kinds of podcasts that I also generally generally tend to do with a yeah. couple exceptions, which is- A handful of white people put it out the same day. You, you record <laughs> your show and you don't do a whole lot of editing. And there are people who email me all the time because I do the, I'll, I'll, I'll pimp my own show, Podcast Method. <clears throat> Uh, where I've been helping people learn to podcast and, and people who already can, hopefully learning something new in the process. But I take, I take questions from people. They ask me, oh, how do I do this? And then I, I do that. So that's called podcast method. I'll even do a little self-promotion and put it in the show notes. But um, people often ask, you know, how do you get rid of the ums and the ahs and all of that? And I said, it's easy. Just don't say them. Yeah, that's that's how I came up. I've said this before, but I I um I really feel like in so many ways being on MacBreak Weekly um was so Man, that good trial for me. by fire, right? I mean, that was that well, was a- yeah. I mean, like I didn't learn uh, this. This sounds you. There's no way you would believe me and my words saying this today, given that that's probably the most popular regular podcast I've ever been on or ever yeah. will be on. The most popular, at least in terms of number of people who theoretically listen. But um. It was made clear to me from very early on. We're recording remotely. You know, we're going to do this over Skype. And um, before we started doing that video stuff, that killed me. I hated mm. the video stuff. The video is is hard. The video. It's hard. it's such a it's so off putting to like the folks who are doing audio. But God bless him. Thank you, thank you, Leo. You were good to me. Um, the um, what I learned though is this is not going to be edited unless something goes catastrophically wrong. Probably with the ad read, like this is going to start <laughs> at this point. It's going to end at that point, and every minute we record is a minute that they hear. Right. And and the, the important thing is, like, if it's an emergency, tell me and we'll fix it. But I'm here to tell you, I, that ain't a thing we're going to be doing every week or, you know, even every month. Like, this is, a, treat this like a live show. And that right. And, so and, and that's, for me. That's, that's the key to it. You just said it is if you treat it as if it is, as if, if it you is don't, live. If you don't want your kid's name on the air, don't say it. Right. I mean, if, if, if you think <laughs> of it as, has to cut it out. as live talk radio, if you turned on the radio and you heard it, I mean, yeah, they've got their bleep button, but generally speaking, like it, it's live. And then what we say and what we do is, is there and it's, it's live and we're not editing for content. And if someone's like, um, uh, like that should stay in, that should stay I, in. Well, uh, that's okay. So this or is just very, don't say it. this is a very philosophical issue, to, especially today. It's a very abstractly philosophical issue, given how edited every show is, because now podcasts are like quarter notes on piano. That's right. That's pretty good. There Actually, did you, see the, did, you, did you catch the little serial parody in the video for Descript? Uh, no, like I, meant, I totally to missed detectives. it. Oh, you should watch it. Uh, on the corn ASMR. Um, but so so here's the thing. So now this, we're still talking about Descript. Almost done. Um and you are able to go in, and, and like I say, so each thing you do, you move around, or you know, it um, it basically cuts it out of the timeline, uh, and it leaves a marker, not a marker, but like a you know, a marker has a special meaning in podcasts. There's a, a, a notation there 
in the the, the, the uh, transcript and in the timeline that 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 is uh, uh, an edit or a mm-hmm. removal. And everything's got a handle and you can just drag stuff around. I, I don't want to get too far into it, but like, I really encourage you to go watch what that magic looks like. You can, let's go a step further. Finally, you can go in. So you can be editing. There's two modes. One mode is like when you edit the transcript, that changes the audio. The other mode is you're just making corrections to the transcript. And guess what? Ever had a three hour long podcast and you really wish you could find this one F word somebody said? See, that's so cool. Where. That is so guess cool. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it will trans- transcribe an F word. I checked. <laughs> and so it, that's that's great. If you, as you'll see in that, uh, actually, let me, uh, I'll find that tweet I did yesterday with some shots of this. But you, you can, you know, like in the show, John says, oh, could you add a music bed here of Black Sabbath's fairy, Fairies Wear Boots, which is very easy for me to just drop into the timeline and do a crossfade and still do a, like a funny cut, you know, in context. But um, so all of that is great. And and like I say, it's it's not destructive now. Two more things, finally, that's, that are crazy. One is what you're calling filler words. You can have it go in and detect everything that's not normal speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's the word for that that people use now, the fancy word? Mouth speaking or mis... There's a term that people use for this now. Ums and ahs and what they call filler words. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this is going to work for people who are as bad as I am about filler words or where, hmm, becomes part of the show. <laughs> But you can have it go remove all those filler words for you and it will detect in the same way that a really good logic plugin can denoise a room individually. This Mm -hmm. can go in and find this person's filler words and remove them automatically. I mean, it seems, it seems like that's not a thing that something could do. How does it do it? I think it's a wizard did it. I mean, but so basically it's using, it's not using people to do this. It's, it's a, it's some kind of it's totally, yeah, automated. AI machine, machine learning type thing. Yep. And that's where it goes to the next level. The, the, the final thing that this is mentioned in the video, but I don't think it's clear to people that this is a beta feature and will be a paid feature. Right. Um, a not inexpensive paid feature, but just you wait. Um, <laughs> and it's called, it's called, um, oh, what is it called? It's called, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, overdub. Overdub. Yep. And I'm in the beta right now, and I need to still get onboarded into the thing. But here's, you use it enough to I saw to you feed tweet, tweeting last night yeah, that you would yeah, like Sandy to try Yeah, yeah, got me hook up with yeah. the dudes there. So I'm in the beta now. But so here's Overdub. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Um, now, 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 don't freak out. I want to tell you what this does, because okay. relax. Um, overdub allows you to make corrections to the transcript text, and it will change what you said. So if you, if, 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 if you, you flub said, an offer code, if you flub the offer code, how would it, how would it do that? Is it sampling your words that it, it knows? Takes, the, the AI takes the corpus of your voice that you have fed it and enables you to not only generate text of your own voice, but to identify the style or mood of what you're saying. Amazing. Now, what keeps that from being used for deep fakes? Um, you've got to put that through them. You got to like show them that it's you. Right, and it's my understanding that it's it's not gonna. I mean, there's a lot to this feature, um, and like I say, I, I I haven't used it enough to even accidentally leak anything, except to say that it looks really neat in the video. Um, but that's I I don't know. I think for for what they're charging for this, it's pretty wild. If this is something that you do, for, especially for work, but I do believe that you can go to Descript.com and download this, and I think you get um, the, the real. I mean, the real. Um, 
the, the exciting part for, for this to be exciting to you is that to get the transcript stuff going. And I think you get a few hours, maybe three hours of transcript to try it out. But if you've got a recent episode of a show, Dan, you could toss that in and see what it looks like. And so, like I say, I did this yesterday. I'll go find this to put in show notes. Um, but I, I'm, I, again, I'm not compensated for this, but I'm just very excited by the technology behind this and was thrilled that, uh, that it worked. <laughs> I was thrilled that it wasn't just a tire fire. Like, I was like, how is this possible? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, Dan, where would people find show notes for episode diggity 471? 471? Right? Yes, we are 471, and they're, they're going to go to backtowork.limo <laughs> slash 471. That's pretty good. It's awesome. Um, watching Tiger King. That's a funny graph. Okay, here's my two. Okay, so I'll put that in show notes. Why don't you tell me about something you like? I would love, love to tell you about ExpressVPN. And you know, ExpressVPN, there are a lot of VPN solutions out there. And uh, for those who don't know, VPN is a virtual private network. And so what this basically does is this allows you to go through a secure infrastructure when you go and browse. And so that's something that would be incredibly useful, say, if you're at a coffee shop, if you're in an airport, if you're at a friend's house, if you're traveling, or even if you're at a workplace and you don't necessarily want where you're going or what you're doing to be tracked. But none of us are at those places right now, are we? So what else can you do with an ex with, with a VPN like ExpressVPN? There is so much that you can do. Basically, anytime that you want to protect your privacy and security online, you're going to want to use ExpressVPN. But there's so much more. We're all at home, right? We're all watching stuff. Well, there's a lot of stuff that you can't see out there right now, right? Well, you can use ExpressVPN to unlock movies or shows or things that are in other countries that you want to watch that for whatever reason you can't see. And that would be uh, dumb because it's out there and you want it, right? So you're stuck at home, use ExpressVPN. So for example, there are people who uh, want to see the French version of uh, Rick and Morty that they can't see here, right? Oh, or, the or, Rick and Morty. Or uh, uh, Star Trek Discovery you want to watch on the UK What if you like anime, Dan? What if you like anime? I, I, you could probably appear to be in Japan. Subs, subs or dubs, Dan? Oh, it, it's always subs. Always subs. It's but called bottom. You, you've got to use... Oh, sorry, lower third, not the bottom. Oh, thank you. ExpressVPN, <laughs> it hides your IP address. It lets you control where you want sites to think that you're located. I can't and believe you, that works. You can choose from a hundred different... Well, because the traffic comes from another country to this Netflix is, or yeah, wherever. Whenever it's I use genius. a VPN, it thinks I'm in New Jersey, and I get New Jersey ads. It's so funny. It thinks I'm in San Jose or New Jersey, and I get the craziest stuff because it's keying so heavily on that IP address that it thinks right. I'm at, that it's, I might as well just, you know, I'll be behind seven proxies as they say. So they have, and this is, <laughs> this works with all of your devices, phones, media consoles, uh, smart TVs, obviously your computer, pretty much you can watch whatever you want on your personal device or on the big screen, wherever you are, regardless of what room of your house you're in. So uh, there's a special link that they have given us. ExpressVPN.com is the domain. It's spelled just the way you would think, ExpressVPN.com slash back to work. Visit that special link. You will get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. I don't understand why people don't all have VPNs already. If you're one of those people, I have always had one, and this is, I used to have this 
really complicated setup. I had my machine at home. And if I was at work or remote, I would go through my house and it was a, a pain to set up a pain to oh you to had do. like you were hosting your own proxy yeah and it was slow and it sucked and it didn't work half the time and that's when i started to to look at commercial vpns <laughs> and by far expressvpn is my favorite the easiest to use the best one i've used i've got great instructions great documentation up there and you all should go and get it expressvpn.com slash back to work go check it out watch what you want to watch and then once we're allowed out into the world be secure and safe wherever you go thanks very much to expressvpn for making this show possible Thanks, ExpressVPN. Bok, bok. Ding. Um, my transitional recommendation to get us into this last uh, act of the show is um, a podcast I was listening to right as you called me. And so I'm not done with this. And I'm going to give this I'm going to give this a 87% recommendation. And I'll tell you why. But the 80s, the very extremely positive 87% that is great about this uh, is the Slate podcast uh, that I get in their Firehose feed because I am a member. Uh, and it's a, oh God, what a terrible name. It's called How To! How To! Exclamation point. Uh, with Charles Duhigg. Duhigg? Du, du, Duhigg. Charles Duhigg. Mm. What's good on you, Duhigg? Uh, and, uh, and so uh, it's a little How To where he talks to somebody about somebody who's got a problem and he finds an expert. He hooks a person with a problem up with, with an expert. Okay? Yeah. And so um, this is How To Tame a Chaotic Household. To tidy up a messy home, focus on the family first. Um, uh, the log line here. Sarah feels like she's drowning in the clutter of, of her tiny Brooklyn apartment where she lives with a messy husband and two-year-old daughter. Now their family is self-quarantining together. The chaos seems destined to only get worse. Uh, and so she, uh, excuse me, um, Duhig brings in a fellow named, fellow named Filer. Suddenly I sound like I'm in the music, man. <laughs> Duhig brings in a fellow named Filer. Mm-hmm. Got to know the territory. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bruce Feiler is a guy who wrote something called The Secrets of Happy Families. <clears throat> He's a guy who his, you know, everybody's got to have a story about their story. His story is that he was recovering from cancer and stuck at home with his family. And he started to become interested in um, the pat- sort of the patterns of successful families, if you would want to get dorky about it. Um, and so he goes in to help with this and, and, and talks to this woman who like is stuck in this Brooklyn apartment. She's got a two-year-old. Can you imagine having a two-year-old? in like a, what, probably 600 square foot apartment and all the stuff. And anyway, it's, it's, uh, it is a little bit Marie Kondo, but one reason I like this, uh, Filer fella is he's actually in spirit much closer in my mind to, uh, my beloved Peter Walsh, where he's all about these emotions, getting beyond like, okay, so the problem you identified is your house is cluttered. That cluttering makes you feel frustrated. You're frustrated because you, you all, you don't have your own space and all of your time is going to dealing with this. You're frustrated because it's not really okay to talk about this and to ask for more help from your family, et cetera. Uh, but he keeps digging. And then that that digging, he gets down into like, okay, you know, tell me about your emotions, about how you feel about that. And let's get mm-hmm. deeper. And you know what? Let's talk about your actual family. Like we're talking about the house. We're talking about the results, but we're not talking about, what we're not talking about here is your family and how, what are the values of your family? How do you want to live? And I don't know. I, I love that kind of stuff. I'm a sucker for that getting beyond the plastic containers idea of organization. Like why is your house like this? Not how do you make it look like it's not like that? And you do that by figuring out how your family wants to live and what your values, that's, that's one case where I will allow the use of that word. What are the values of your family? Like, you know, obviously you've turned this entire house into an, into a happy nursery land for your two year old, but there's no place for your husband and you and your relationship in this house right now. Very Peter Walsh point. I will put, It's all too much in notes. Um, So anyway, I mentioned that as a pivot here because 
I think this is uh, it's a really good podcast episode, but I think it's also indicative of a lot of what's frustrating for people right now. I mean, <clears throat> supposedly even Madonna and Katy Perry are sad in their large house right now. Are they together? And I don't know. Well, in my dreams. The um, <laughs> I'll give you a left shark. Here, left shark. You'll know when my left shark's been oh there. Oh, my. And oh, my gosh. Friday, Friday. Okay, so she didn't sing that. What's the name? Who's the one? Who Rebe what's her name? Rebecca Brown? What's her name? Who sang Friday? Who sang Friday? What's the one you like? Carly Rae Jepsen? She didn't sing Friday. Hold, hold on. I yeah. like Katy Perry. You like Katy Perry? I thought you like Carly Rae Jepsen. I mean, she's all right. Yeah. I think she's good. You wrote a book called The Power of Habit. Interesting. So anyway, I think that's what a lot of folks are going through right now is different flavors of this. Yeah. Your home, let me put it this way. The home that one has tolerated being a certain way um, was, for most of us, probably occasionally vexing, but we had so much other stuff to do that there wasn't time to think about that. Really? Don't you think? Yes. Like, you, you, you know, you got to go to work or you got to do the thing and you're like, oh, I got to get out of here. But now we have no choice but to not only see the house that we used to live in in the before times, but we also see the current house that we're living in right now and going to be in for the future. A great line from the woman, Sarah, in this uh, podcast episode. She says her philosophy of uh, her, what she believes, even if she doesn't practice it, what she believes about a New York apartment is that a New York apartment is for only living in the present. You have no space for the past and you have no space for the future. And I was like, I like wow, that. if that, that is, nobody does that mostly, but boy, is that ever good. I yeah. mean, that's like living on a boat. Um, <clears throat> so that's what I want to talk about is some, some at home things that you can do while you're, well, I hope you're at home right now, people. Let me put it this way. I hope you're not like, you know, I don't know, playing touch football or something. Can I talk about that? Yeah, I would love that. That'd be so fantastic. podcasts are good. Please keep listening to podcasts. We really need it. Um, so here's some things to think about. Um, I've got kind of two angles on this, and we don't have to go super long, but um, I've got a couple angles on this. One of it is that um, uh, just for happenstance, I've had a couple tech-related things uh, that I've been working on with my Mac in particular. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you turned on the, uh, the, the boot sound again, I hope? Oh, yes, yes, yeah, I did. me too. I'm That's... not a big restarter, but it's nice to hear it on my laptop. When especially. it's there, I mean, when, it, when you restart, you want to hear it. <clears throat> oh, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a theme song for your work. Please <laughs> spread that down. Um, I got it. I look up? It's all too much. Um, so here's, this has been a funny series of events. Um, okay, again, here, big pattern, right? Big pattern. Um, you're looking for a project that can be good for you. You're looking for a project that you can do, given, given the opportunities and constraints of whatever you're set up with. I can't tell you what your project should be, but let me just tell you, I've got a, I've got a, couple, three, four projects I'm working on right now uh, that I am so grateful for. I'm so grateful for my new keyboard project because it's kept me occupied with doing something good. I've got a couple creative projects on the burner, burner somewhere right now that have been such a gift to just disappear for six hours into like something that's not that has mm -hmm. been so great. But two things brought me here because it's always two things with me. Um, the, the one is that, uh, I don't know if you know, there's a, there's a, there's a coronavirus problem. And so we have to stay at home. Mm -hmm. And the other one is that, um, I had to get a new keyboard because the, the keyboard that JXPX 1138 gave me when Christ was a corporal, my beloved Logitech solar keyboard 
easy, easy switchy keyboard. Yeah. Finally. No. I, I want to say gave up the ghost, but I accidentally killed it. I cleaned it with a, see, I, I don't know that this caused it, but I did clean it thoroughly with a disinfecting wipe, uh, which I've never done before. And, 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 and that's uh, what, that's what interfered. Well, here's the thing. Just to clarify, JXPX1138 kindly gifted me with this, what is it, K760 probably, keyboard years and years and years ago. And I've used it. The reason you don't hear my DOS keyboard anymore is because yes. I've been using that for uh. years. Um, and it's real great. And you turn it on. And I think it has run out of the solar generated power precisely once since I've used it. It does not use a lot of power. So that's just for context. So I cleaned it. Next day I came in, wouldn't turn on. Mm. Long story short, I did some research. It looked like, of course, it's been discontinued years since years. But I, um, I finally saw, oh, you can change the batteries inside. There's batteries that you need to change that somehow I guess you're, they're charging with the solar. I don't oh, know. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, if it's charging, then it's obviously going to store the charge somewhere. Are you thinking that your cleaning of it somehow affected the I don't know if any of battery? it is related, but the, the bottom line is that even with the help of my kid, I wasn't able to get the cover off. I shredded it, like trying to like get a screwdriver in there. Oh man. And so anyway, uh, it's gone. I got, wow, that was boring. I got the- We made it. We made it through it. Yeah, only People way out People have a keyboard. lot of time right now. They have a lot of time. Please keep listening to podcasts. It's so important to, to me. Um, and I got the, the giant, very wide uh, magic, uh, magic keyboard. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, magic the keyboard. Magic Keyboard is the the, uh, is the, the Apple one. Now, did you get the sort of uh, slate gray one that matches with a, a Pro? Yes. Or is that the okay? Is that the only way that 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 they make? No, that now? there's a bunch of different. This is boy, they must generate so many SKUs. There's all different models of this in all different key layouts and languages and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, long story short, my 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 goal here, which I knew coming into this was going to be virtually impossible was to get rid of two keyboards and get one new keyboard. Not get rid of. I mean, obviously the K760's trashed, but I love my DOS keyboard. I did not realize how addicted I was to the DOS keyboard until I moved to this one. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to have to have two different keyboards. And I thought, I'm going to at least try getting this one, to really trying to get comfortable with it. And there, I'm not going to have the noisy DOS. I'm going to sacrifice that for the non-podcast times. And I'm, I'm not going to, because the other Logitech I've got has round keys and it's very upsetting. So I thought I'd get a full-size keyboard. And, uh, you know, it's mostly okay. I still miss the DOS has a giant volume knob. Everybody laughs at my giant volume knob, but I love it. And I'm still not remembering quite where all my F keys are. And I'm still getting used to the wonderfully low profile of this. It's quiet, but here's the nice part. It doesn't have everything I wanted in the DOS or that I loved in the DOS, but it's quiet enough that I don't need a separate keyboard. And it's a full-fledged keyboard. It's got all the keys. I have 19 F keys on here, plus a 10 key number pad. Why do I want that? Well, nobody uses numbers anymore. Nobody reads books. Nobody uses numbers. Well, a right. lot of my stuff is like there's stuff where you've got to put in a six-digit code or you got to do a thing. And I, I <laughs> right. don't like having to hit a meta key to make a number happen. Um, so why am I saying all of that? It's not important. This has gotten me into um, a confluence of several interesting things. One is that like in addition to, so my Logitech mouse is pretty tricked out with all the various things. I've talked about that. Yeah. And I want to bring my keyboard up to speed on that. It's been a while since I've really gotten into using a keyboard. What is the project I'm talking about here? The input device 
challenge to myself is to do more and better with input devices while I have the opportunity. That's been a good project for me. So in my case, I, uh, you can, there's a million things you can choose. Not a million, but there's at least three or four very good contenders. How do I trick out my keyboard? Well, there's lots of ways. You know, obviously, you can use a launcher. Like, I love LaunchBar. Mm-hmm. Um, but one way is to do stuff where you can do more with your input devices through some kind of software. So that could be, obviously, Keyboard Maestro. Keyboard Maestro is so powerful. Talk about upsetting. It, it is so powerful, but it's a little overwhelming for me and my needs. Yes, I know. It's great. I, someday, I will spend a year getting good at Keyboard Maestro. But until I do, it's kind of like workflows where it's something that I'm doing for fun and a little bit of whacking and hacking, but uh, it's not a production thing. I've gone with Better Touch Tool, which, as it happens, is, um, I don't know if my license, my old, I don't think my old license is current, but it is in Setup. So I went and grabbed it off of Setup, which I subscribed to, which is turning out to be a very good deal for me. Um, and Better Touch Tool is so nerdy and delightful. Have you ever used it, Dan? No, I have not used that one. I have used Keyboard Maestro, and I, what's that? Is it? Um, there's uh, Dan, uh, Daniel Jalkut, if you don't mind hacking around a little bit. Daniel Jalkut has those fast scripts, I think it's called, um, from Red Sweater. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a whole bunch of different things that you can do. But um, go check out a Better Touch Tool. Like I say, it's, it's not overly costly, but it is also included in Setup. And basically, it's for tricking out and customizing pretty much all of your input devices. So, yeah, um, your touchpad, right? That's what it says on the tin. Mm-hmm. Your mouse. Do more with your mouse. And do more with your keyboard, do more with your touchpad. You can do so, this is how I originally got back into it, was somebody reminded me that you can customize, not touchpad, what's it called? Touch bar. You can customize a bunch of your touch bar using um, uh, the app, uh, Better Touch Tool. Mm-hmm. But I'm also using it to customize my F keys. So like, there's a thing I used to do, like back in the mid 2000s, and I'm finally doing it again, which is getting so dorky about these last four keys uh, on the right side, F16 through 19. I click 19. F19 brings up my task paper file called today.taskpaper, mm-hmm. which I look at constantly. F18, going right to left, opens up drafts. Uh, up, uh, or rather, uh, F17, what did I map that to? F16 is uh, NVALT. And what did I get? I just did F17 yesterday. It's not working right now. Oh, yeah, it opens up um, Mailplane. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like four things I use constantly. Basically, Gmail aka mailplane um you know gmail drafts today.taskpaper um and and like uh, that already i'm loving it you know what i'm saying like the same mcdonald's ad <laughs> that was a great little project it kept me <laughs> occupied uh now in that case i'm not saying go out and buy new stuff but right. i this i had ordered this in the before times and uh finally got got to setting it up um now, just in passing, I'm going to mention that uh, iPadOS 13.4, as you've almost definitely heard by now, has true mouse and touchpad support. Okay, now there's some, there. I, I, I wanted to try this. I was excited to try this. So I updated yeah. and I grabbed the, one of the magic mice that was you know sitting in the drawer. Because generally I'll get a magic mouse with a computer and then I won't use it. I'll use some <laughs> other mouse. I, I, <clears throat> I think I must own at least two. But I don't know where any of them I have are. like four. So I grabbed one of them and I was able to move the mouse and see the little circular uh, ghostly cursor it's so flying cute, around. It's a blob, yeah. But when I would go over an area of the screen that was scrollable and I would go to to 
use the scrolling gesture with my finger as we uh-huh. use on the Mac and everywhere else, nothing would happen. And so I did a little bit of research into this and I found that only the Magic Mouse 2, only the the much newer ones, uh-huh. I, I'm not sure how how long the Magic Mouse 2 has existed. It's been at least a couple of years. Only those work and allow you to scroll. The That's other one is so just interesting. a pointer. Yes. My Logitech scroll wheel works on mine. I would imagine that would, and a regular mouse would, but I didn't. I don't have any Bluetooth, Bluetooth non-Apple mice. All of my mm-hmm. wireless mice are the Logitech ones that have the little. Your fancy adapter. gaming mouse is wired. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's okay. no, it's not wired. It's wireless, but it uses the little the dongle. tiny dongle type. I, I, it feels wrong to call it a dongle because I know it doesn't you, but it's dangle. A little, it's a little nipple. The it's nipple. nipple. It yeah. uses. It has its own hard nipple. Yeah, and not not nongle. Dipple? Non yeah. nongle. I don't like any of those. That's upsetting. So it has yeah, that it, sucks. It uses I, that and I didn't try connecting that because I don't that's even so know. Weird. If you could. I, I mean, I've had the Logitech work and also my uh, my magic touchpad. Uh my fairly recent magic touchpad works with it. But if you but, get a new one, it does it does work. What I'm trying to say here is the uh, why is this good for me? This incredibly excruciating story. Because right now, uh, a lot of what I'm interested in is about input devices. And so I'm looking, I'm trying to look at this cardinally and orthogonally like mm-hmm. cardinally this is like a thing that i can do right now and orthogonally there's a pattern here and that i mean like I, i'm sorry that sounds like i'm being defensive and i don't mean to but like this is you can do this you can find a cardinal <laughs> and orthogonal project so like in this case like that's just the you know what here's some other kinds of projects create more space that's a that's a good project somewhere mm-hmm. go create more space hard drives closets drawers create more space that's one. I mean, th- look look for one of these kind of four quadrant hit projects. This is really dorky, but it's mine, right? It's like the uh, the Mouseman's Creed. They say <laughs> there are many like it. I call mine Charlene. Oh, hmm. and so uh, uh, that's one. That's one. And, and what's neat there is like now so you're going to make me watch that movie. Now nice. it's <laughs> I love that movie so much. It benefits me in three different places. In some ways, right? Like so, like my my Mac, my my desktop Mac is is buzzing along. Um, but I'm also using um, the Better Touch tool on my laptop. So that's allowing me to do more with the touchpad on that. This interest in devices and having all this stuff kind of pulled out and together, that's got me doing more stuff with, with the iPad and, uh, you know, Bluetooth keyboard. And so, you know, again, I don't know what your version of that is, but this is a good time to, to, to look at those kinds of projects. Uh, so that's, that's some tech ones. Um, what else did I have to say here? Oh, yeah, uh, just an idea of what I'm just calling tech maintenance. This this could be very kind of easy as available, baby takes a nap type projects. But um, look into, is there anything in your tech world that's gone a little bit fallow? Not in your tech world. Let's just mm-hmm. say in your in your dork world, even. In your, in your to- tools world of tools. Tool shed. Tools. But like, for example, I mean, this, this could be a million things. Here's a dumb one. Every device in the house, is it clean? Like, have you, have you whooshed it? Or, Does that look you know, clean to you? Does that look clean to you? Uh, that's a really dumb one, but like, that can be so satisfying. I love cleaning my kid's iPad because it just looks like she shot a booger gun at it. It's just finger spoo all over it. And I love cleaning it and I feel so much better. And I think she's a little sad that I've like taken off the patina or something, but that's one. Is everything <laughs> clean? Here's another dumb one. Ready for me to treat you like a dummy? Are all of your iOSs up to date? Conversely, are all of the apps on all of those devices up to date? That's a really, that's a, like a pretty low, low to no touch project that gets you doing a good thing. Uh, if you have dependable Wi-Fi or, you know, our or internet in general, 
but that's a good project. You can go deeper, though. Here's one. Uh, the massive chords behind your entertainment center. The rat, the rat King. The Rat King. This is where our sweet, sweet boy loves to go. Like, first of all, really? he goes up his he ramp. He goes back in there? Oh, it's so cute. I would send you a picture, but it's you'd be really bummed. It's Bum, Wait, uh, bummed why? Because I don't it's have a mess. one. It's a mess. Oh, send, no, send it. Now you got to. No, 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 no. So our sweet boy, we got him a ramp. And so he'll climb up on his ramp, and he'll look out the window for a while, and he'll go like this. Hmm, hmm. And then you hear, tick, 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 tick. He's like a bulldog, you know. Imagine, look, look at my, my hands pointing inward, like a bulldog, and he walks like that. It's so cute. <laughs> and he hears little his little fingernails on the ground. And he goes straight for the wires. Now, is Rose he out? Is he out him, most of the time, um, or is he in right most of the time? We have three boxes and a okay. tube, and we're gonna we, we started putting it together last night, and it's gonna be pretty boss. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you videos. Um. But that, that is actually, that is a, an on-deck project for our house. Is nice. that I, I try to do once a year. Once a year, I tear everything out. I take out every wire from every device and every plug. And <laughs> usually, like we've talked about, fully half of it is not only not in use, but I don't know what it's for. Right. And so that's, that's a project right there. Clean up, clean up some uh, pipes and wires, like the, like the XTC album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all those and all those bricks and yeah, there's a lot of people who have a ton of old devices connected that they're just not using and i wouldn't I, yeah for sure for sure um and, i was gonna and, say so there's probably this, though, some um, energy vampiring going on i'm just trying there, to vampirism. stimulate your uh i don't know hypothalamus i'm not sure i guess that would make you hungry um that um have you checked your backups lately are your backups nice. still backing up and when's the last time you did um, a restore? And now, you know, mm. now, for example, I'll give you one, one quick mm -hmm. one uh, that I'm usually very disappointed by <laughs> is uh, when's the last time you checked your time machine backups? Like if you're doing time machine backups and you are in some part of your brain pan counting on that in the future, go to a folder that you use a lot, say enter time machine and go back a couple months and see if it is there, try to restore at least one deleted file. At least. I mean, this is de minimis stuff. But I'm just here to tell you, I can't believe how often I've done that and it just literally didn't work for whatever reason. Like the, it was just not, well, it is. And that's why you've got a little bit of time now. So if you're on a Zoom call See, that's, for five that's hours, the like my lady exactly friend is, she'd... my lady friend, she's not a listener. Um, shame on her. That's a good time to do something like that. You can find these little projects. And okay, so here's, so I'm gonna do one last thing and then we're gonna, we're gonna sign off. My one project for you, for your house right now, Dimes to Donuts, there are gonna be very few people that wouldn't benefit from this. I got you, you ready for, for a sub one hour project that will let you feel alive. Totally clean out one Yes. in your house. It is up to you to pick. You, that could be a clothes drawer. That could be a tool drawer. That could be a bathroom drawer. I would heavily recommend bump, 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 kitchen drawer, a kitchen drawer. Do you have a drawer that is called junk drawer? Guess what? Make more space. Yes. Go dump it into. Here's what you do. Get a banker's box or similar. When you used to get Amazon. Everyone has one. Everyone times. has one. Use one of those boxes. Dump the entire thing into the drawer. And then only put, put back the stuff that you have used in the last Let's be nice. Week in the last week, everything else stays in that box for a little bit, and you'd be amazed how much that stuff you have been paying rent to store in part of your house. One drawer project title. It's all too much by Peter Walsh. Stands the test of time. Got it. So 
you know, I, I there there are some productivity douches that have said things that I admire. Even if it's people that I may not love everything about what they do. Um, you know, the Eisenhower quadrants from uh, who made that famous? What's his name? I think it was Stephen Covey. I believe it was Stephen Covey in his <laughs> Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, who, who, um, as far as I know, coined a phrase or at least introduced or popularized a phrase that I still think about a lot, and that is called sharpening the saw. I believe that is the seventh habit. And the fifth element is love. Spoiler alert. But sharpening the saw means you set mm-hmm. aside time on a regular basis to get better at what you do. Like, that you not become so consumed with the day-in, day-out rat race that you lose track of what you're trying to accomplish. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, maybe this could also be a sort of David Allen-ish review or reflection, but sharpening the saw to me means I'm going to make time to do something that feels non-essential. Talk about Eisenhower quadrants. It may not be essential, but it is, it may not be urgent, but it is important. It's not urgent, but it is important that I constantly try to be improving a little bit at something that I'm doing, whether that's playing guitar or, uh, you know, being able to do a pull-up, or whatever that is, cleaning out a drawer. Make that time to do this small improvement, and I, you may ha- not have many opportunities in the next few years as good as right now. Maybe you've been doing your gig economy job. Maybe you're just so bummed out and you're tired, and maybe it's 11 o'clock and you're sad, but, like, you will get a little bit of control back in your life if you clean one little area. You don't have to be a crazy person to do that. And so what I'm saying to you today, March 31st, year of our Lord, 2020, it's the optimistic day, one drawer project. Do it tonight. Clean out one drawer. Okay, let's button it up. I love you. That was clean. One drawer project. Do it. Burn clean. Clean okay. burn. Love you too, Marlon. <clears throat> Need to sleep. <laughs>